Hey, Hopefuls, you're listening to Babes with Hope with your hosts, Jessa, Tash, and Rachel. I'm Jessa. I'm a Potter nerd, history buff, and loving dog mom, and I'm an expert at helping you connect to your intuition and authentic self. And I'm Tash, a fun-loving, adventure-seeking world traveler, and my expertise is in organizational goal-setting. And I'm Rachel. I'm a figure skating, gym-loving Disney nerd, and I'm an expert at helping you uncover your innermost thoughts and emotions so you can discover your inner champion. And together, we're Babes with Hope. You go. You say. Okay. Okay. Hey, Hopefuls, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, Before we get into it and dive into all of the Christmas magic that we talk about, we want to celebrate the fact that this is our official 10th episode, you guys. I am so, so excited for us. Like when we first started, I did not um expect that we would be on a roll like this and i love every single moment and i can't wait for us to be celebrating number 100 oh my god yeah i'm like thinking number 25 first <laughs> like let's <laughs> what's the next step yeah yeah <laughs> number 11 <laughs> uh, i mean same i you know this it's so funny because this podcast was born out of something that was never intended to be what it's turned into and every single episode we literally end the recording and we're like boom that was our best episode yet (laughs) it's just and it's so true it's getting better every time I feel like we're obviously feeling more comfortable we're finding our groove we're finding our message which is like the most important thing and also like just so grateful to you too because like this would not be happening without you. I feel like our chemistry, the three of us and our friendship has just made this such an enjoyable journey and such an incredible conversation that we're continuing to have. And I'm just so grateful. And yeah, so before we get into that episode or this next week's episode, I just wanted to congratulate ourselves. Yes, (laughs) I'm so proud of us. It's funny. Like, I don't know that we've ever shared how this podcast even was born but there yeah. were times where I was like, are we actually following through with this? Are we oh, yeah. okay? We are. Oh, we have another meeting to talk about it. Okay, cool. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And now here we are. And we're like, we're yeah. doing this. It's just so it, cool. It was like months was, of that. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's talk about what this is supposed to be. And like those conversations just droned on and on and on before we even hit record. Yeah. It was interesting because it was like a dream, like we were dreaming the process as it was happening and then now to see what it is. And I also just want to give a big, huge shout out to all our listeners. Hey, hopefuls, I'm talking to you. Thank you for being here with us during these 10 episodes. Like without you, this wouldn't be here. So we are just super, super appreciative of you. And yeah, that is what I have to say, uh, congratulations <laughs> on number 10, ladies. Oh, I Yay! I want to say thank you to our listeners, too. And I want to ask one thing. If you've enjoyed the show so far, if you want to give us a Christmas gift, 
please, <laughs> please write us a review. Leave us for sure. You know, leave us a heartfelt review so we can connect with you and um, know who you are and feel connected to you and supported by you because we love and support you so much. For sure. Absolutely. We're so grateful. Yay. Yes. Okay. Well, happy 10 episodes to us and enjoy this week's episode. Hey, Hopefuls, welcome to another episode of Babes with Hope. On this week, we are going to dive into a Christmas edition with the ladies here. We are going to do a fun game of this or that Christmas style. And then we are also going to ask, what gives you hope during this holiday season? So I want to get us started with something super simple and let's see what you guys think. The movie Elf or the movie The Grinch? Oh, that's a hard one. That's a tough one for me. Too. Okay, first of all, which Grinch are we talking about? Jim Carrey Grinch. Jim Carrey. Oh. <laughs> yes, uh, wait, what Grinch were you thinking about? The animated one? The Illumination? No, there's two animated ones. The original Grinch, which yes. is like... What, who, I don't remember who, um, Burl, Burl Ives? No, that's not right. I don't know. Whoever did the original animation Grinch is the Grinch that I always think of. Um, because we used to have a tradition when I was a kid that you're not allowed to watch the animated Grinch. And this is like the nineties, um, until Christmas Eve. And so that was like always the, really like special one to me. And also when I was in fifth grade, I was honored to be cast as the Grinch in our fifth grade play. And no freaking was, way. Yes. It was the year that the Jim Carrey version had come out. And I talked out the side of my mouth like this and sounded exactly like the Jim Carrey version. At least I thought so. And people like <laughs> But I'm laughing so, so hard. I just hit my head on the wall. <laughs> um, so, but yes. And then there's the new version of the Grinch with Benedict Cumberbatch. And that has its own like um, good stuff. Like, have you guys seen that version? The 2018 Grinch? Yes. Animated? Yes, yeah. I've seen it. Yes. So, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, as good as the other versions of The Grinch, but my <laughs> my favorite part of that movie is the screaming yak. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, yes. I know what you're talking about. I know where I just scream. <sighs> I die every time. With all that being said, um... So clearly the Grinch is your favorite. <laughs> I It's really tough. I love Elf. I love Will Ferrell. It's, it's a tough one for me. I don't know. What about you guys? <laughs> okay, so before I answer the question, I had to look up the original Grinch mm -hmm. director and cast. So the director mm -hmm. of the original OG cartoon Grinch was Chuck Jones, and the narrator mm. was Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff! Who also played the Grinch. 
Yes, yes. I'm so mad at myself. He's the he's the one that sings Monster Mash, Boris Karloff. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love The Grinch. I'm down to watch it every year. Yet I think I I think Elf takes it for me. I will say though, I'm not the biggest Will Ferrell fan. Um, no, I'm not. I I do like his movies. There's the handful mm-hmm. of movies that I'm I'm on board with. Mm-hmm. I think he can he can be really funny. Like I liked Step Brothers. I like Anchorman. Um, and what's the other one? Oh, Blades of Glory. Just because mm. of the ice skating to me, and <laughs> so it's so terrible. It's so good. <laughs> it's like so bad that it's good. Yeah. Um, so I like a handful of his movies, but I think his acting is um, always the same, a little bit over the top, except for mm. in Elf. In Elf, I actually felt like he was a real character that mm-hmm. I could appreciate and fall in love with. And that's why I love Elf. Yeah, it's so good. I actually think that Elf was one of the first movies that he did because he was on SNL. I think if I know my Will Ferrell history, he was on SNL. And I want to say that Elf was one of the first movies that he did that was like that character thing outside of SNL and kind of like helped propel him into doing exactly what you're talking about. Fun fact I learned is that uh, Will Ferrell was like, actually like this role was made for him and everyone thought they were crazy to cast this guy as like the main lead of this movie. (laughs) And then look at him now yeah i can't remember i was like watching some documentary about the movies that made us and elf is a movie that made us apparently and yeah so i love that show by the way the movies that made us oh my gosh what is it on it's on netflix Netflix. how have i not seen this Is it like a documentary style? It's so good. So they break down how movies were made. So like, I think the, well, one of the episodes I first started with, I don't know if it was the first episode, but I started with Home Alone Mm. um, and they break down like how it was made and like all of the problems that were on set and how they had to overcome all these different things. And it's so good. I was like, yeah. I just read an article yesterday about how there was a family living in the Home Alone house as they were shooting it for like the four month run of it, which and like I didn't get any more explanation as to why that was happening. Like they just rented out their house. Well, if you watched the movies that made us, I'll (laughs) give away one thing. I'll give away one thing. The house is only the for the external shots. Everything that's internal is at a different location. Oh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Big one. Sorry, but you have to watch the show. It's so good. I know we totally got off track here. What were we talking about? Oh, we were <laughs> okay. talking about Will Ferrell. So I just wanted to say one more thing about Will Ferrell. Okay. <laughs> I have this like bit that I do about Will Ferrell. Sorry, Will Ferrell, if you ever hear this, which you won't. But I feel like he just shouts and like, it, that's mm. his form of humor like this is not funny but if i shout it's funny <laughs> like it's not funny though you're just shouting <laughs> oh my gosh yeah his like humor and i think he definitely has a type of humor where it's you kind of have to be on board or off board <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's my my take on will ferrell 
That but I'm is not a hater. So I do like some of his stuff, just not all of it. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. And I guess for me, like for movies, Grinch or Elf, I think Jim Carrey, The Grinch was definitely my favorite between like all three 2018 Illumination and the original from the 90s. The Jim Carrey Grinch is definitely my favorite. I just love Cindy Lou Who and like the hairstyles that they all have. Oh, I just love it. And I think I would choose The Grinch over Elf. But Elf is, like, so brilliant, and it just makes so much, like, Christmas magic spirit, and it's so funny. I don't know. That's a hard one. (laughs) But Home Alone, as we were on the movie topics, Home Alone, um, did you guys know that they made Home Alone movies until, like, 2012? Yeah, there's, like, four or five of them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why? Why? (laughs) That I did not know. I thought there were only two. No, there's four. The third one is a new kid. It's not Macaulay Culkin. Um, And I think that new kid is in. No, he's not in the fourth. There's four, but there is a different kid in the third one and in the fourth one. Because it's a girl in the fourth one, right? No, it's. Oh, then there might be five. Because I'm saying there's a girl in there somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. On Disney Plus, there's only four. Hmm. Disney Plus is the end all be all. So yeah, yeah. I mean, so then there's only four guys. <laughs> yeah. <Come on. laughs> okay, so I have another question. Yeah. Which is your favorite version of Scrooge? Of Scrooge? Of oh. um, what is it called? What is the actual? Oh one? yes, a the Carol. A Christmas Carol. I'm like what? The Donald Duck version. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, for me, so I'm going to nerd out right now. So I was a lit major in college, so we had to read A Christmas Carol. So I'm, like, deep into what A Christmas Carol is and all, like, where the story comes from and what the symbolism is. And I love, love, love the Jim Carrey version. Interesting. I don't know that I've seen it all the way through. It's because it's, like, a little bit dark, right? Isn't it? Oh, yeah. It is, but so is yeah. this, that's why I like that one because yeah. of because of having read the actual novel first, I just feel mm. so much more attached to the actual dark version. Yeah, for sure. And fun fact, um, NLP actually created something called a Dickens theory based on the story of A Christmas Carol, which is that if you, yes, yes. So you know how in A Christmas Carol, um, Scrooge goes back in time, he sees his past, Mm -hmm. then he comes back and he sees his present, Mm -hmm. then he goes out into the future and he sees what his future will look like if he doesn't change anything, and then he comes back to now. Yeah. Remind you of anything that we do in NLP called timeline therapy? (laughs) Yes. So there's something called a Dickens process which is an NLP term, which means if you show your client their past, their present, and how these things traject into the future, it's called the Dickens process, they can actually change the trajectory of their life. Wow. Yes. I know. I'm like dumbfounded. That's so cool. (laughs) So Christmas Carol is my favorite movie ever. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean it's oh it's like God. in my top ten movies of all time, favorite. Christmas yeah, ever. Yes. Oh, 
I love that. I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> That's so funny. They have so many versions of like this Christmas Carol. Now Hallmark Channel does it like all the time. There's so many to choose from. But, you know, gotta love on Jim Carrey again because that one is also one of my favorites. I watched like a super, super, super cheesy one. I think on Prime video the other day and it was like the total like this is what you were like and this is like what you are now and this is what your future could be and I'm like this is the cheesiest thing ever but I can't stop watching it <laughs> because I just am a sucker for the Christmas Carol story like <laughs> it's a good oh, one it's, it's a good one because at the end of it you're obviously like you've gone on this whole journey with Scrooge and he is the most disgusting, like what you could judge as like the worst person. And he goes through this process and it just makes you feel at the end of it, like, well, if he could do it, then I could do it, you know, type thing. Um, yeah, I think so. There are so many versions of this story. Um, I think by far my favorite version that I have to watch every single year is a Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. um, the music is just beautiful and Michael Caine is Scrooge and he's perfect and I'm obsessed with him. Um, and I do love the Muppets. And, but I also do love the, um, the Scrooge McDuck version the like the i love that one too yeah it's good it's good um but there's also yeah like scrooge with bill murray or um or scrooge duh i think is what it's yeah. actually called scrooge, um yeah. and then there's another one that my dad loves from oh my god like the 1960s it's another musical version i think it's just called scrooge um and i can't even remember the name of the person that I'll find it out and put it in the show notes. Um, that's another like super classic version of the movie as well. But obviously I need to sit down and watch the Jim Carrey version this year because it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Like the animation is top notch. I know I, I could just go on forever. Sorry. It is so good. <laughs> I have to watch it. And honestly, Jim Carrey should have won best actor for all. He did like all of the parts and it's phenomenal. His acting is phenomenal. The animation's phenomenal. The story's phenomenal. And they tell it the way that it is told in the actual novel. Yeah. It's my favorite. Oh, I love it. Okay. So we now know your favorite Christmas movie, Rach. That's mm -hmm. it, right? Yeah. Okay. That's Tash, it. what's yeah. yours? My favorite Christmas movie is the Santa Claus trilogy. I watch oh, it every single yes. year. Like, I have them on DVD. Like, even though I could stream them, I am, nope, pop it in the DVD player, watch all the bonus features, and watch them, like, all one, two, three. I love it. With Tim yeah. Allen? Yeah. 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 Yes, that's I think in there's... my top five. Yeah, I don't think there's anything more, at least for me, like homey than Tim Allen. Like I grew up with him on Home Improvement and was obsessed with Tim the Toolman Taylor. And then he did Santa Claus and I'm just like, he just feels like everybody's dad, you know? Um, yeah. Yes, I absolutely love the Santa Claus movies. And I think that they are probably... 
They're probably like my second choice or like tied for first. Uh, my favorite Christmas movie is uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's such a classic. And it's, I know I'm about to yeah. contradict myself here because I like the dark version of <laughs> Christmas Carol. A Wonderful Life is just makes me cry every time. Like some years I'm like, I can't. I can't handle it. It's rough. And okay, can we just talk about Jimmy Stewart and how perfect of a human like yes. specimen he was <laughs> back yeah. in the like, oh my God, freaking Jimmy Stewart. Um, yes. Ugh. It's just so, it's such a perfect film in my opinion. Um it t- it's about like loss and heartbreak and responsibility to your family, responsibility to um, like your town. It's old timey, like vintage, not vintage, retro, whatever that word is. And yeah. uh, it's just so awesome. And some people say that it's not a Christmas movie. And I'm like, absolutely not. You're not. Oh, it definitely is a Christmas movie. I've never seen it. Mm. Never seen it. Literally, you have to. You have to. Add it to the list. I'm like, I watch a lot of kind of newer movies. Um, I'm like all like, oh, a new Christmas movie. Let's see what it's about. Um, On Netflix, there's two really good new ones. Um, It's a series, The Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Mm -hmm. Russell. Oh, Oh, my God. I've seen both of them. He did such a good job. I thought he was so good as Santa, and I thought they were really, really well done movies, too. Yeah. So you have to watch It's a Wonderful Life. You have mm-hmm. to have a box of tissues with you, maybe mm-hmm. some chocolate or something. It's phenomenal. I would there's, I would argue that it is a Christmas movie. It's actually – this is my lit nerd coming out again. It's actually based on a short story called The Greatest Gift. Yes, look it up. Yes, The Greatest Gift, um, which was published in 1943. I just looked up when is it, when was it published. So the whole idea is that he's been given a gift and it's Christmas time. So I would argue yeah. that it's a Christmas movie. Okay, for sure. So let's talk about this, like break this down for a second, because there are several movies that people deem as Christmas movies that I'm like, why? Why? Die Hard. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I probably just blew out the speed the microphone. <laughs> okay, okay. This is so like I I feel like I can't even say anything, but like because I've never seen the movie. But, <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> hitting my head no. on the wall when I laugh. No. Jessa. No, you I have. I have very strong opinions about it. Even oh, I've never seen it's it. so good. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's okay. Apples and oranges here. We're talking about It's a Wonderful Life and A Christmas Carol. Okay. It's very different than that. I'm not saying <laughs> it's on par. I'm saying it's a really good movie for what it is, which is entertaining. Did you say it's a Christmas movie? Well, it's Christmas time in the movie. I've it is Christmas heard that. Day. Yes. It is Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. So in that respect, yes. <laughs> you okay. Know that it is. Okay, what about Nightmare Before Christmas? I was literally just gonna ask this. <laughs> it is a Christmas movie in my mind. You actually it came out 
of your mind. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I take that back. It came in my Disney Movie Club box with Hocus Pocus. So, therefore, it is dubbed a Halloween movie. It is a (laughs) Halloween movie about Christmas, not a Christmas movie about Halloween. Yes, I agree with you 100%. I will make that argument all day, every day. It is a Halloween movie with some Christmas stuff in it. Yes. Yeah. I, I can't. Mean, I, I, yeah. Well, I have obviously very strong opinions about Christmas. Like, and that's it. And I have evidence to prove it. I will I mean, go to bat for this. Yeah. Well, I would argue number one evidence being the fact that they turn Haunted Mansion into a nightmare before Christmas. Hello. Yeah. That's a Halloween theme. Yeah. Yep. you don't have to convince me anymore it came in the package with hocus pocus and that's enough proof to classify it as a halloween movie for me the disney (laughs) gods have spoken yes (laughs) (laughs) i love that okay cool well do we have any other like honorable mentions because i feel like we've spent i don't know a million hours talking about christmas movies we could do an entire episode (laughs) (laughs) just good Christmas Scratch movies. that, this or that Christmas. It's just movies. Just well, I do movies. have to mention one more movie that we haven't mentioned. And maybe I'm unique that I love this movie so much. It is in my top 10. Mm-hmm. On 34th Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I do like the movie. Yeah. However, it's not one of my favorites. And I can't honestly tell you why. because it has all of the classic things that I love it's originally in black and white like you know made in what the 40s or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. um it's all about getting somebody getting an entire city getting the world to believe in Santa Claus which is like my entire life's mo Uh (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah it just does and it's like all the Christmas match when she pulls up at the end and it's her house, like her dream house, like the family home at the end. And she like, like the mom believes in like, it's beautiful. For some reason though, it's not my favorite. I don't know why. Yeah. This one I have seen. So pat on the back for that. What do you think, Tash? (laughs) What do you think? Miracle on 34th street. Um, I think that it's, good but also my style of movie is not the classical like I can't get into them very well so dear Disney please make a remake and I shall love it (laughs) (laughs) um I guess I like that this is why I like the movie which is like a totally different reason than all the reasons you've said Jessa yeah I like the movie because of the mom She's so mm. sad and bitter and cold and has walls up yeah. and is scared to be a f- joyful and is scared to have hope. And, and then at the end, she's like realizes that she was isolating herself and mm-hmm. that she was the one making things sad for herself when it didn't have to be that way. And mm-hmm. that's why I like the movie. I mean, definitely. That is- 
Which leads me into like the other question I kind of started the podcast with is like, what gives you hope around this holiday season? And we kind of see our favorite movie characters going through a hopeful season and finding that hope. But how do you ladies find hope during this time of year? Jessa, do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah. Waiting. Yeah. Um, I honestly, so many different ways. Um, and hope and joy around the holidays are kind of combined for me um, because, you know, a week after Christmas is New Year's. And to me, there's nothing like there's no other time of the year like that week for me between Christmas and New Year's because I feel like that week is like I'm just seeing I there's no other time where I see the possibility of hope for the future more than that week between like one year has ended and we just had this beautiful celebration of it and then the next week is gonna be you know the new year um so anyway, it's it's a combination of that for me. Um, and I feel like I feel like I'm still so much a kid at heart and I really, really don't think that that's ever gonna change. It's something I actually like genuinely love about myself. Um, I still love to believe in Santa Claus. Like, I still love the magic of that. I still love the childlike wonder of, like, there, I don't know if you guys know about this website called NORAD. Do you no, know what that is? I've not heard of it. it. Is a, it's a website. I'm not sure. It's actually, like, an acronym for something. North, I don't know, whatever. Um, N-O-R-A-D. It is a website that tracks Santa's um, trip around the world on Christmas Eve. Um, and you know, I, I'm not going to say it here or there because I just can't, I, I literally cannot say the thing that other people are willing to just like say about Santa. I can't, I won't. And I think the fact that I, you know, we still put out milk and cookies for him every single year, um, and write letters to him. And regardless of whether or not you believe in him, I think that it's lovely to, I don't know. I think it's lovely to believe in Santa. I think it's magical and I think it's childlike and it's something that I like, I will, I will never say, I can't even say it. I'm not going to say it. You know what I'm going to like want to say, but I'm not going to yeah. say it. Okay. Um, you don't have to say it. <laughs> like, don't make me. I won't make you. I won't make you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many things. The decorations, spending time with family, making cookies, um, you know, just whatever, vegging out on awesome food. But I think, and it's funny because we were also talking about like, you know, what do you use to, uh, before the recording, like, what is your decoration style or whatever? And mine, I have Santa Claus literally everywhere. Like, yeah, he's, he's what I use to like decorate my entire house. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I also love Santa. I have nothing against Santa, huge Santa fan. Um, for me, what brings me the most hope and joy for Christmas is remembering Jesus's birthday, which mm -hmm. Jesus for me is just the ultimate everything. I mean, I know for some people, he's a teacher for some people, he's a prophet for some people, he's just a really nice man. 
for me, he is everything in my life, all of those things. And also I believe that Jesus is God and he's hope and he's love. Kind of how you feel about Santa. Jessa is how I feel about Jesus. Like he is hope and joy and jolly and laugh and love. And when I remember like that this is his birthday, it just humbles me because the whole Christian idea is that Christ was in heaven first and saw that man was suffering and struggling and needed saving. And that, so he gave up his heavenly place, his heavenly comforts, his perfectness and came and lived in a human form for 33 years basically to be our teacher and our leader and our prophet and show us what real love looks like and is. And then ultimately we all know paid the ultimate price um, by the religious leaders at the time who didn't like being questioned. So for me, um, I just, I feel hope because it's like, wow, I really am loved. Like there really is, a God who paid the ultimate price for me and I am loved. And that's what Christmas means to me. Oh, very sweet. I had no idea about any of that. Like, as you guys know, I wasn't raised in any kind of religious way at all. So that was a teaching for me. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, damn, we almost older than Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was like my only thought. Yeah, no, I, so this is like, I'm having a little bit of, I've never cared about my age ever, but I'm turning 33 in four days, three days, three days. We're getting closer. I'm turning 33. How did 30 I not eight. know that your birthday's in three days? I'm <laughs> literally putting it on my calendar. It. The 12th? Because I didn't advertise it because I'm having like an existential crisis. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Is it because you're going to be the same age as Jesus? Yeah, when he died. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of something there. You guys can coach me around it. <laughs> <laughs> and also just, I feel like 33 is such an adult age. I feel like it's time for me to, I, I'm having like, you know, when you turn 20 and you're like, oh, I'm no longer a teenager. Mm-hmm. I'm having a little bit of that around there's no more youth left to waste. And I know that's just a limiting decision. Uh, you guys can coach me around it later, but that's what's coming up <laughs> for me. Is I'm like, I feel like I have no more youth to waste. Like I'm an officially 33 year old adult, <laughs> which is when Christ died. Like I just feel, guys, <laughs> help, help. <laughs> Yeah, you're free from that. Youthfulness is just a state of mind and not a number. So that's also one of the nice things about Christmas is it kind of just brings up this like youth youthful joy and we kind of get brought back into childhood like believing in magic believing in santa just like the wonder of like how he travels around the world in like one night and just like the like joyful youth of the spirit of the season like it's is there to grasp onto and to hold onto and for me like hope during the holiday season especially this year i think is going to be more challenging because 
for a lot of time I'm not like Jessa and I'm not like Rachel, like where hope and joy is around Santa or Jesus. It's around the people in my life, the my loved ones, my friends, my family. And for a long time, it would be Christmas was the time to go back home and to see my friends and see my family. And this year is not the case. Like we are on serious lockdown here back in Canada. Like our restrictions have gone back to the max, like no social gatherings. And for me, that was the thing that brought me hope during this season is like being together as a family and loved ones, seeing my friends from high school, seeing just all of it. So like this year, I'm trying to think like, what is going to be that thing that brings hope for the holidays? And, you know, you might only have your one or two people in your bubble right now that you can socialize with. And I think just kind of having hope that, you know, this connection with the small amount of people I am able to socialize with is going to get deeper. Like having that hope that our connections are going to become more meaningful and deeper and our bond between us is just going to grow in a way that, you know, is, it's, I don't know, it's like all, all the things and I feel like it is different this year because we are kind of restricted in who we can see, what we can do. Like, we can't even go have, like, I don't know about in your areas, like, the church services even. So how do we have hope when we can't do the things that are normal, traditional things that we do? And I think it comes down to just having gratitude for what we do have, like, having gratitude and peace knowing that like I have my health I have my family's health they're all healthy like although we can't be together like we're still in spirits together and I feel like I'm rambling now but yeah no I mean I totally yeah I totally totally understand that feeling and so I actually went through this for Thanksgiving a couple weeks ago. Um, I got really sick the day before Thanksgiving and I was supposed to go down and hang out with my entire family and I couldn't go cause I got sick and who knows if it's, it was, it turned up not to be COVID thank God. Um, but I had to stay in my apartment with Molly and had to try and find a way to celebrate because celebration and tradition are very, very important to me, like very foundational to like just my being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was really important for me to find a way to celebrate by myself. And um, yes, the gratitude and like, and compassion for the situation is so important at this time of year. And also like, how, like, how can you make new traditions? Mm-hmm. How can you find a way to just celebrate with you and Sultan and the, and the pups, you know, mm-hmm. um, for me, I, for Thanksgiving, I actually like, you know, took a shower, which is new for quarantine. <laughs> I put on makeup, which is like never happens during quarantine. Mm-hmm. I dressed up for nobody for myself and Molly and I made myself a little Thanksgiving dinner. I poured myself a, bo- a, a bottle. Well, it ended up being a bottle. 
of champagne. Uh, and I watched, you know, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on my television. I found a way to watch it. I watched, um, you know, the Thanksgiving episode of Charlie Brown. I did all the things that I normally do with my family. And I made sure that I made the day special for myself. So just to give a little bit of an example of things that you can do if you are finding yourself in a space where this year is looking very different than it does in other years. If you can't see your family, um, you know, we're, we're definitely on the same restrictions that you guys are at here in California. Um, I can't speak for other States, but I know that we're like pretty heavily in lockdown yeah. here, at least actually in Southern California. I don't know you guys in NorCal. Are you guys still? Well, I'm at the, probably the loosest County in California, which is Placer County. We have the least mm. restrictions. Um, for many reasons, which we won't have to go into all of those political reasons mm-hmm. yet. Um, even, even that said, we are locked down quote unquote, but there's still, yeah. you can still go out to eat as long as you do like outdoor dining. Like there's just some liberties that other places don't have. We have that here. Yeah. Um, yet it's still like, you know, there's traditions, even just going to movies with my family during mm-hmm. Christmas time. That is a tradition that we can't do that right now. So, you know, and with visiting family, there's there's been back and forth debate. Should we? Shouldn't we? Will we? Won't we? Should we have a small get together and not invite so-and-so and so-and-so? Will so-and-so and so-and-so like never talk to us again because they're not invited? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of the same same conversations, even though I'm in probably the least locked down county in California. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I really like what you said, Jessa, like finding ways to continue those traditions, like in modified ways. Like, mm-hmm. so <laughs> Sultan and I are actually going to attempt to cook a turkey this year, and that's going to be a new tradition for us. So for sure. we've yeah. never we've never been the ones to put it in the oven so we've yeah. always just showed up eat enjoy and that's something that we can do together and create a new tradition around that I'm really looking forward to and I think it's yeah just putting in our favorite movie and you know having that new tradition of cooking the turkey and I've already had my tree up for like a month already. So that's like (laughs) good on that friend. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think it's, it actually is so important because all that's different between a normal day being in quarantine and a special day that you're spending is your mindset. That's the only thing. It's those traditions that you do. It's the the mindset that today is special and I'm going to make it special with my actions and my traditions and my gratitude and spending the time that I have with whoever it is that even if it's just your pup, you know, mm-hmm. um, also, I I cooked a turkey for the first time by myself last year, and it's way easier than you think. So, like, Excellent. you're, I'm, yeah, it's way, way, way easier than you think. Good, yeah. good. <laughs> you know, one thing that's helping me get through this time is mm-hmm. Christmas will always be here for me mm-hmm. every year. And that even though this Christmas might not be everything that I want it to be and more, I'll have more Christmases to come. And as simple as that might sound when I say it out loud, that really is bringing me hope right now because I, this is not my favorite 
Christmas ever. This is, I'm going through a lot personally and um, just remembering that it's okay. Like Christmas will be here again next year. It'll be here again the year after that. It'll be here again the year after that. And even though this year might not be dazzly and sparkly and perfect and amazing and all the things that I want it to be, I will live on. I will continue to have Christmas here for me in the future. Mm. I could not have said that better. So true. Yeah. I think that's the best part of the holidays for me in general, like starting from Halloween is there's this time of year where everything almost seems to slow down a little bit where you're forced to, uh, you know, reflect and spend time with family and celebrate and abide by tradition. And I think that, oh, I, I just could not imagine life without having that almost like bumper. It's like a, a speed bumper in the middle or the end of the year where you're just like, slow down here, enjoy life a little bit, you know? Absolutely. True that. Yeah. Okay, ladies, I want to finish off with a rapid fire this or that. So really quick, like no discussion whatsoever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Zip you in. Okay, Okay. here we go. So real or fake Christmas tree? Real. Real. Fake. Uh, White lights or colored lights? White on a tree, colored on the house. Opposite. Agreed. (laughs) color on the tree wide on the house that's so funny um turkey dinner or a ham dinner Mm, ham for christmas for christmas ham Mm -hmm. yeah turkey all the way i guess that's the one nice thing about having thanksgiving in october we are not turkeyed out by christmas (laughs) that's true (laughs) yeah Okay, this isn't a discussion. It's just a third option. My family actually has pulled pork every Christmas. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. Okay, next question. Okay, I that's all I have. Oh, here's one more. I, I, just, I just had one come to my mind. Uh, ginger snap cookies or shortbread? Oh, my God, ginger. All day, our day. Pfeffer mm. news. <laughs> I want to say chocolate chip. <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, if we're talking like favorite Christmas cookie, there is no other option rather than a cut out sugar cookie with icing. Yeah, on top. sugar cookie. Yeah, sugar cookie. That you hand make and decorate yourself, even if they look like poop, they taste like <laughs> heaven. Okay, yeah. here's my question then to finalize it out. Uh, decorating sugar cookies or a gingerbread house? Oh, sugar cookies. Sugar all day. cookies. Yeah. And that's it for this episode of This or That, unless you guys have another one to throw at me. I mean, I literally could go all day, uh, but we yeah. really want to keep this episode not two three hours okay one more question (laughs) okay sweaters or matching pjs on christmas or just like throughout the whole season um i need the distinction let's do on christmas first (laughs) on christmas matching Matching pjs PJs. 
yeah, same matching PJs. I, I wear my PJs pretty much all day on Christmas until like three o'clock. Same. Yeah, we I, actually I, get our um, we get one gift on Christmas night, and that is our pajamas. We do the exact <laughs> same thing. And this year, yeah. I asked my mom. I was like, because she always always gets us pajamas. I'm like, mom, I know that this is like not what you normally do, but. I'm really requiring that you get me and Molly matching PJs. Uh. <laughs> so I'm really hoping I, I like set her the ones that I want. It's like the red plaid. So hopefully oh my I'll be sending you guys pictures of me and Molly and matching red plaid. Outfits. That is, I, I hope so too. That is going to be so cute. My mom, like, goes as far as, like, washing all our pajamas, like, before wrapping them in the presents so we can actually put them on to, like, go to bed in. Like, (laughs) now that is, like, (laughs) because I don't know. I watched this, like, I watched it with my mom, this, like, crazy episode of CSI where these people got, like, this super crazy skin disease from clothes that weren't washed before they put them on and now always, always wash clothes. Nope. No, I nope. I am refusing that as information in my brain. It's as if I didn't even hear it. You're free from that. <laughs> I'm free from it. Clear the screen. <laughs> yeah, clear it out of my brain too because uh, I like the feeling of fresh clothes. <laughs> anyway, that's like... <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> yeah, on that note, I hope everybody has a fabulous holiday season and we are here for you if you need a little bit of extra hope. We are here to chat and be involved with you this holiday season. So we can't wait for you to have a great day and that is all for today. Catch you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Babes with Hope. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, or if you're looking to get involved in one of our coaching programs, you can reach us directly at babeswithhope.thinkific.com. That's babeswithhope.thinkific.com. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.